Mornings, I'm Chris Oaks, and coming up today, over $74 billion worth of holiday deliveries will be left on people's doorsteps this season. In our ongoing series of crime prevention conversations, we'll talk about how to make sure your packages don't fall victim to porch pirates. Also this morning, aside from Medicare, another enrollment deadline is looming for those who purchase medical insurance through the healthcare.gov exchange. We'll tell you what you need to know. In our community and business spotlight this morning, a reminder from the United Way of Hancock County about the many benefits of giving locally. And more of our first picks for great holiday gifts as retailers roll out their early Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals this week. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. I I thought this was an interesting story on the uh, Newswire. Apparently, self-checkout may be heading for extinction. Now, in recent years, there's been a backlash against the growing number of stores that have installed self-checkout lines. And um, stores uh, are responding to that backlash. They are not deaf. It's not that they don't know that this is going on. Uh, There is a British supermarket chain by the name of Booth's that says uh, now it is removing, completely removing its checkout stations in all but two of their 28 stores in that country. In the United States, uh, Wegmans and other chains including Costco and even Walmart have revised their self-checkout strategies, it says here. Uh, Let's see here. And it... Part of it is not just not part of it. The majority of it has to do not so much with consumer complaints about uh, self-checkout, but uh, what they call shrink. In other words, people who either deliberately or accidentally forget to scan items from their cart or uh, misidentify carts or, or items that have to be entered in by hand. For example... Uh, at grocery stores, fruits and vegetables, um, you have to select, this is what we're, you know, this is what I'm buying. I'm getting, you know, red potatoes or, uh, you know, whatever, whatever type of variety of different varieties of apples because the self-scanner can't tell. So sometimes people are dishonest about that deliberately. Other times they just simply misidentify the items that they are buying when prompted by the self-checkout machines. Um, alcohol purchases also not smooth transactions with self, self-checkout because employees have to then come and verify a customer's age. Now, when I'm buying booze, uh, generally I'll go through a regular checkout line. I'll just avoid the self-checkout altogether because I know that it's going to cause a problem. But apparently... Um, Others have had these issues. So uh, according to a a CNN report, self-service machines were first introduced during the 1980s to lower labor expenses. They shifted the work of paid employees to unpaid customers. Self-checkout expanded at supermarkets in the early 2000s as stores looked to cut costs. And during the pandemic, many shoppers used self-checkout for the first time to minimize interactions with employees and other customers. Although I don't know how effective that was because everybody was touching those machines one right after the other. Uh, so I don't know that that really solved anything. But uh, now retailers are th- rethinking self-checkout. They have found that uh, 
This leads to higher merchandise losses from customer errors and intentional shoplifting, uh, more so than human cashiers uh, ringing up customers. So that's what it's it's all about. It's all about money. Here's the thing, though, and I, I get the pushback on self-checkout, but here's the here's the thing. Generally, they have one person who's in charge of like a dozen self-checkout machines. If they didn't have self-checkout, that one person would be at one checkout line with 12 people in line uh, waiting. And that's the other thing people complain about, having to wait too much uh, in line. If you think that these stores are suddenly going to start hiring dozens of more people uh, to check out customers, you're dreaming. They're they're not. They're just going to make people wait in line longer. And... Uh, so I, that's the part of the self-checkout that I do like is that generally I don't have to wait as long to uh, ring up my stuff and get out of there. Um, but I get it. I, I understand. It's a delicate balancing act to be sure. But if you are among those who hate self-checkout, uh, some relief may be coming according to this report. A couple of other things here among the first things you need to know this morning, the most interesting and buzzworthy stories of the day. You remember the story of Paul Benjamin Locke made headlines a couple of years ago for scamming football fans nationwide. Apparently now he has been captured and jailed in Georgia. Operating through social media and sites like Craigslist, uh, Mr. Locke would advertise tickets for sale for events like big-time college football games. People would pay him for the tickets through, like, Venmo and cash apps, things like that. And then, of course, he would not deliver the goods because he didn't have the tickets to begin with. But the money would be gone. Uh, it was a, a big scam. Thousands upon thousands of dollars. He was arrested uh, late last month and faces felony charges for violating probation. Apparently, this is not his first run-in with the law. Authorities believe there may be victims nationwide and encourage them to uh, contact law enforcement if you believe uh, you have been victimized by this gentleman. You remember this? I remember that story making headlines back in, what was it, summer of 2020. Um, it, was in the, uh, it was in the news. A recent say, here's some amazing science. Saw this story on the uh, Newswire grabbed my attention. A recent study has found that some ultra-processed foods are not linked to cancer or diabetes. Now, for how long have we been told that processed foods are unhealthy, uh, leading to things like cancer, diabetes, and so apparently that is not always the case. Researchers analyzed the food intake of more than a quarter million people in seven different, seven different countries. And the results, they say, suggest that while animal-based and sugary ultra-processed foods and beverages were linked to cancer and diabetes risk, processed foods like breads and cereals were not. Importantly, according to Dr. Ian Johnson of the Quadrum Institute, what a name, the Quadrum Institute, that just sounds important. He says, ultra-processed bread and cereal products showed an association with a reduction in risk, uh, in risk. So not only did they not increase your risk for cancer and diabetes, it actually showed a reduction in risk. So very, very important information there. Kind of interesting. In the science file. 
You remember uh, yesterday we were talking about uh, AAA is out with their holiday travel forecast. Um, and they're saying big increase in the number of people who will be driving and or flying to their destinations, traveling at least 50 miles from home this Thanksgiving. The TSA is out with their forecast saying that this upcoming Thanksgiving travel season will break records. United and American Airlines expect uh, Thanksgiving to be their busiest. This Thanksgiving will be the busiest in the history of their respective companies. United has 3,900 flights per day scheduled between November 17th and the 27th, so beginning this Friday. And uh, they are preparing to ferry nearly 6 million passengers just on United alone. Delta expects to fly somewhere around 6.2 to 6.4 million customers. And American is, says they are preparing to fly, American Airlines preparing to fly upwards of 8 million customers for the Thanksgiving season. That's a lot of people in the airport. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, November 26th, they say will be the busiest day of travel. The TSA, for their part, says they are ready for a surge of 30 million passengers, their busiest ever holiday period. And again, as we mentioned yesterday, AAA says uh, more than 49 people additionally will, uh, will be driving over the same period. So the roads will be stuffed like a turkey as well. And they say Wednesday before Thanksgiving will be the busiest on the road. So just telling you now so that you can uh, plan ahead. It's going to be busy out there. And speaking of the upcoming holiday season, the folks at WalletHub are out with an analysis of who splurges the most for the upcoming holiday season. And again, whether we're talking about Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holiday, whatever winter holiday you observe, uh, this Wallet Hub analysis of more than 550 cities, 558, I believe, to be exact, they find that Palo Alto, California, is the one city that goes all out during the season with an average budget of $3,956. People in Palo Alto will spend nearly four grand during the holiday season. Now, that's on everything. It's not just uh, not just gifts. I mean, it's everything in conjunction with the holiday season. And, and Palo Alto is an expensive place, so that plays into it as well, I'm sure. Bellevue, Washington, and Frisco, Texas come in second and third place in terms of the largest holiday budgets. Um, let's see here. The average uh, for... I, I went... The average for Ohio cities, or the uh, the top Ohio city on the list is actually uh is it toledo is toledo the top uh i believe toledo is it no columbus no who is the top parma parma is the top ohio city with 1305 dollars in spending but that is number 203 on the list you have to go all the way down to 203rd to find an ohio city on the list of the biggest budgets for the holiday season that is parma columbus is number 244 with $1,212 in holiday spending. Toledo is number 402, with $948 in spending. And uh, let's see here, at the bottom of the list, 
Uh, Canton, Ohio, is the cheapest Ohio city on the list. 555th overall with $551 of spending for the holiday season. The only cities that are spending less, according to Wallet Hub's ranking, Jackson, Mississippi, Newark, New Jersey, and Lauder Hill, Florida is at the very bottom, number 558, uh, with a mere $495 spent during the holiday season. It's the only city on the list under $500 uh, in spending. So it's kind of interesting to see where those cities rank. But man, nearly four grand they're spending in Palo Alto. So happy holidays. It'll be happy holidays for the credit card companies, to be sure. There you go. Uh, some of the most interesting and buzzworthy stories to get your Wednesday morning started. WFIN News, I'm Matt Demchek. Your WTOL 11 weather. Plenty of sunshine expected again today with a high in the low 60s. Mostly clear tonight, uh, low in the upper 30s. At least three people were killed and many others injured when a semi rear-ended a charter bus carrying students on Interstate 70 in central Ohio. Students involved in this crash were from Tuscarora's Valley Local Schools. The school district superintendent says in a statement posted on Facebook, quote, a charter bus carrying Tusky Valley students and chaperones on the way to the Ohio School Boards Association Conference in Columbus was involved in a very serious accident. Now, Dr. Varancy says the next coming days for the school district will be, quote, challenging. They were heading to the conference at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. The crash happened 25 miles away from the convention center. I'm Clay Gordon. Finley's Chamberlain Hill Elementary School has a new outdoor memorial space to honor veterans called Veterans Lane. Already in place in our recently transformed outdoor land lab are beautifully inscribed landscaping stones featuring all of the branches of the armed forces. This memorial is our promise to you that the sacrifices you have made will never be forgotten. And community members are invited to purchase a paver that will be placed in Veterans Lane to honor a veteran. See some pictures and videos of Veterans Lane in the story on our website. The Marion Township trustees have announced that leaf pickup is underway in residential areas. The trustees point out that only loose leaves piled at the curbside will be picked up. They say bagged leaves will not be accepted. Trustees say the equipment is unable to reach leaves placed more than three feet from the curb and will not be picked up if further away. Get more on the Marion Township Leaf Pickup in the story on our website. There's a huge difference in the price of a ticket to the next two Ohio State football games, Minnesota this weekend and Michigan next weekend. We looked at five different ticket brokers across the country, and the average price for the cheapest ticket this weekend was $36. Now let's turn to the Michigan game. Ticket brokers say this will likely be the most expensive ticket in the history of this matchup. The average price for a ticket right now, $475, but that may be on the low end. Remember, you can always get more news online anytime at WFIN.com. So we referenced that number. Uh, This is actually from a new CNET survey, which is out uh, today, as a matter of fact. says over $74 billion worth of holiday deliveries are going to be left on people's doorsteps this season. With all of the online ordering and, and all of $74 billion worth of holiday deliveries. Uh, Brian White is with us from the uh, Finley uh, Police Department uh, Crime Prevention Officer. And uh, you know as well as anyone, you get that kind of value out there. I mean, $74 billion. That's going to get the attention of people with uh, 
uh, less than honorable intentions. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we talk about uh, package stuff throughout the year. It kind of mm-hmm. goes uh, up and down throughout the year, but this right. is usually a time of year where we see an uptick yeah, simply because a lot of packages are being delivered. Right. If you look at statistics, they say one in three people will become a victim of a package theft. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a lot of people. That is. That is, I mean, that I, I would I would have to venture a guess that that's becoming one of the most common ways that people are victimized by crime. Sure, absolutely. For, for the criminal, I mean, it's like Christmas, right? We, we go and open up a package. Hey, look what I got. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important that we need to protect our stuff. Yeah. And I know that uh, over the years, there have been any number of stories of people trying different ways to thwart the porch pirates and uh, so on. Uh, but first of all, uh, have to recognize that this does happen even in Findlay. It happens everywhere. No place uh, is immune and there are some steps uh, that you can take to minimize the risk. Sure. There's a couple different approaches that we can take. One would be scheduling deliveries if your delivery service offers that, right? Mm-hmm. Make it a time when you're going to be home, maybe in the evenings, right, where you have an opportunity to get out and get your packages. Right. Another option is uh, letting someone know, hey, can you go and get this package when it arrives? Mm-hmm. Maybe a neighbor, someone that can watch out for you, which right. is really kind of the, the tenant of our block watch program, looking out for yeah. each other, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, also security cameras that helps they provide a deterrent and also a lot of those offer alerts to when a package is detected Mm -hmm. so that lets you know hey there's something here probably need to take care of it yeah on that note with respect to to the security camera i mean if you are a victim of uh, uh, theft of a package from your front porch and you have a security footage uh that that shows who it is that's doing how helpful really is that to law enforcement i mean does that improve the likelihood of you know catching somebody or getting your stuff back well a lot of times it depends on how good the quality is what Mm -hmm. we can actually see a lot most of the images that we usually capture is someone with a mask on or hood something where we can't really identify that person that makes it a little bit difficult yeah but uh occasionally we do have pictures that are great for evidence and identification purposes where Mm -hmm. we can put that out to the public and always about someone knows who yeah. this person is. Yeah. Um, I, I just mentioned that because it seems more and more people, I mean, we have the uh, the doorbell cameras uh, at our house, and, and I know a lot of folks have been doing this, but that is not necessarily the be-all and end-all to make sure that it doesn't happen to you. I mean, it still can happen, Correct. and you can still be victimized. Yeah, so. but when we talk about a lot of these uh, crimes, essentially they are crimes of opportunity, someone mm-hmm. driving by or Maybe it's someone from your actual area that's paying attention and they see a package there mm-hmm. as an opportunity for them to go and grab it. Yeah. And that's why we really have to limit that exposure, how much time that package is sitting out there. Right. Uh, I know, uh, like, for example, Amazon also offers the, uh, uh, the service where uh, you can provide them with a code to open your garage door. They'll actually put it in your garage and close the door back up. Correct. Of course. Then uh, you have to be able to trust uh, the delivery person. Correct. So uh, again, we're talking exposure now. Yeah. I believe Amazon does a pretty good job of uh, hiring their employees uh, mm-hmm. as well as uh, background checks. However, you, you just never know who you're going right. to get, and yeah. I, I wouldn't say that uh, providing someone with a code for our doors is necessarily a good idea. Mm-hmm. But maybe we have that intermediary option where it's an enclosed porch or some kind of vestibule 
where it doesn't provide access to our entire garage or house, but it is somewhere where we can get that package out of sight. Out of sight. That's the that's one of the keys. Is, Correct. You know, to get it out of sight so people don't know that there's something there to steal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. This is maybe the most common way uh, that people are victimized during the holiday season with the amount of online shopping that we do these days, but certainly far from the only uh, way that you see uh, sure. people uh, at risk. Absolutely. We still have to go back to crime prevention basics, right? When we're out and about personal security, paying attention to our surroundings and what's mm-hmm. happening around us. Right. I know uh, we talked about it before going on air, uh, those uh, post Thanksgiving day shopping blitzes, right? right. Going out to the stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're taking our stuff out to the car, again, the same kind of stuff applies. Cr- uh, crime of opportunity. If we're mm-hmm. leaving packages, purchases in the vehicle where people can see them, that provides a uh, opportunity for our vehicle to be broken into yeah. and those items stolen. Yeah. So it's high dollar items keeping in the trunk of the car. A lot of people might leave purses, wallets, things out in the open where people can see them mm-hmm. locking that stuff up. Yeah. And in crowded stores, which again, the th- uh, weekend after Thanksgiving stores tend to be uh, pretty crowded uh, being aware of all the people uh, around. Sure. I know, for example, I'll take my wallet out of my back pocket, but in my front pocket because it's a little tougher to, you know. Absolutely. Swipe. Yeah, we, we worry about pickpocketing, right? Someone yeah. bump it into you. Usually it's just a bump, but it might be a professional pickpocket out there. Yeah. You just don't know. And that's where having those items in the front of you where you can see them yeah. uh, helps out. The other uh, the other thing that we get into during this time of year are the uh, – the travel, and we were talking uh, earlier about the number of people who are going to be traveling for Thanksgiving. We're going to be getting into Christmas travel. People spend a lot more time away from home, sure. and uh, again, I would imagine that that is a uh, opportunity for those uh, to be individuals to be victims of uh, home break-ins. Uh, absolutely, there's different things that we can do to kind of make it appear that we are not away. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, don't allow your mail to pile up, uh, newspapers. All those are kind of indications that we're gone for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So make sure to put a stop on those. Or again, have a trusted neighbor or someone that's a family member come over and take care of those kinds of things for you. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, going back to cameras again, lighting, those are all different things that we can use to, to kind of help us out while we're away. Yeah. I trim in your bushes uh, yes. around yep. uh, entry points, windows and doors and that kind of giving people uh fewer places to conceal themselves sure what, what we call sight lines uh in, in the police world right uh let's say us as an officer driving down your street if you have big bushes shrubs trees out front where mm-hmm. people can hide behind we're not going to be able to see them at night right we're driving around yeah so if we keep those trimmed down uh where it makes it less of an opportunity for someone to conceal themselves that can aid us in apprehension. So something to keep in mind right now while the weather is still good uh, to kind of do a walk around to the house and see where would a criminal hide. Absolutely. In my block watch groups, I talk about organize a burglary. Not mm-hmm. that you are going to go out and do it, but yeah. of each other's house. Hey, if I was a, a burglar, mm-hmm. this is an avenue that I might approach. For yeah. instance, that ladder that you keep in the backyard, mm-hmm. I might put that up against your house. So again, someone yeah. else's eyes on your your property yeah. that, that can be helpful exactly and uh then of course as we get into uh the christmas season we this is the other uh, the other thing we tend to have a lot of really expensive gifts that are Correct. uh maybe laying around most people love to have the christmas tree uh right in the front window where 
neighbors can see it, but that means people can see what's under the tree as well. Yeah, but we call that window shopping, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically making it so people can see what we have. So curtains, uh, they come in handy. Make sure to close those at night. That way people walking by, driving by, they're not looking at our house, seeing what we have. Uh, also, when we're opening those presents the next day, don't put all those valuable boxes outside yeah. waiting for trash because they might be there for a few days. And that, again, gives someone the opportunity to see what you yeah. have. You've got a big 75-inch brand-new uh, TV or something. That big box is going to attract a lot of attention out by the a- absolutely. curb. Yeah. So uh, things to keep in mind to keep ourselves safe during the holiday season, and especially, as we mentioned, coming up on uh, the, the season of Porch Pirates with all of those uh, holiday deliveries. We've got a link up on our webpage for a lot more information on ways that you can protect yourself, uh, make sure that you are not a victim of uh, theft, because nothing will ruin a Merry Christmas quicker than something disappearing. The, the so, Grinch is out there. Yeah, absolutely. Again, uh, Brian White, uh, Crime Prevention Officer at the Finley Police Department. There are crime prevention conversations this morning. Brian, thanks very much for dropping by. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Well, of course, we've been talking rather extensively for a while now about open enrollment for Medicare recipients, but there is another deadline looming for those who get their medical coverage via healthcare.gov. CMS Regional Administrator Sharon Graham is with us this morning. So here again, Sharon, we don't want to confuse people here. We're not talking, at least this time, we're not talking about Medicare Advantage or the Medicare Medicaid dual plans or anything like that. We're talking about and talking specifically to those who purchase plans through what is sometimes called Obamacare, the exchange that was established through the Affordable Care Act. That's correct. This is the open enrollment season for the marketplace at healthcare.gov. The marketplace opened up on November 1st, and we're encouraging everybody to take this open enrollment opportunity to review their healthcare coverage right now at healthcare.gov. And to update your information or apply for coverage by December 15th so that your coverage is effective January 1st. Okay, so the deadline is December 15th. It's open now. Deadline is December 15th. What is new this year? Well, what's new this year is that we've increased the financial assistance that's available for people. So, again, we're encouraging people to go to healthcare.gov submit or update their application to see if they're if they're eligible for the affordable health care insurance. And in fact, we're finding that with the increased financial help, four out of five people can find a plan for $10 or less a month. And what's also new is that we've expanded the local help that's available. So by going to healthcare.gov and clicking on the button that says find local help, you can enter your zip code and find assistance that's available right there in your community. And if you're not comfortable with the computer, call our 1-800 number. And that's 1-800-318-2596. And our customer service representatives there, they're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They can help you find the assistance that's available in Toledo. Now, a couple of questions that I'm sure you get a lot this time of year. Uh, But especially this year, there were uh, those who may have recently lost Medicaid or CHIP coverage as the special rules that were put in place during the pandemic were allowed to expire this year. So if that is you, this is where you want to go, right? That's correct. We know that people with Medicaid and children's health insurance coverage have relied on that health care coverage. But if they're in a situation where they no longer have Medicaid or CHIP coverage, 
please go to healthcare.gov. With the increased financial assistance, we're finding that more and more people, in fact, as I said, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less a month. So if you're one of those persons who hasn't qualified anymore for Medicaid or CHIP, Mm -hmm. please go to healthcare.gov or call 1-800-318-2596 to apply for health care coverage now. Now, you mentioned expanded uh, financial assistance uh, for those consumers. And where would folks find uh, whether they qualify for that ex- uh, assistance, how much assistance they qualify for? Is it the same website or is there uh, some other place to go to get that before you go and buy your coverage on healthcare.gov? How does that work? Mm-hmm. It's a seamless shopping experience for people at healthcare.gov okay. to not only apply for health insurance coverage, but also to see if they qualify for the enhanced financial assistance. Now, I know that this is definitely a question you get every year, but if I purchased health insurance through healthcare.gov last year, why do I need to go back and check again this year? Uh, will if I, if I don't do anything, won't my coverage just continue uninterrupted? So for people who purchased healthcare coverage last year at healthcare.gov, you're correct. Their healthcare coverage will continue. However, People's individual situations change, as does the health insurance that they're currently enrolled in. The plans can change their costs. They can change the benefits they cover. They can even change sometimes the providers that are in their network. So we always encourage people during this open enrollment season to review their health care coverage, make sure that their current health care coverage still meets their needs, and also to review any new plans that might be eligible, available for people at healthcare.gov, and to update their application as well to see if they might qualify for the increased financial assistance available for people who are eligible. Now, as you mentioned, uh, there are plans that are available for as little as $10 a month, but, and this is kind of goes hand in hand with what you were just talking about, that doesn't necessarily mean that those cheapest plans are, are uh, obviously what's, what's best for you. Um, people really shouldn't just, just gravitate to the, the lowest cost plan as a default. That's correct. People have individual health care needs, and so it's important to review the health plans to make sure that the benefits not only are, are what you're interested in as your health care needs to meet your health care needs, but also that the cost is some, something that you are finding that's affordable to you. So we always encourage people to review the health plans that are available to make sure it meets you where you're at with your health care needs. Yeah, uh, because if a plan uh, is $10 a month, but it doesn't cover uh, what you needed to cover the uh, doctors or health care uh, facilities, that you use are not in the networks, then it it doesn't, uh, that's no bargain. So, you know, a lot there to consider. It's always a balancing act. So important to point that out. Now, as you were mentioning, and and I want to reiterate, there is more information, obviously, and online help at the healthcare.gov website. But there is also local assistance for those who feel more comfortable that way. That's correct. With the new law, we've been able to expand the local help that's available right there in people's communities. So if you go to healthcare.gov, click on find local help and enter your zip code, you can find the assistance that's available right there in your neighborhood. And you can also get that help by calling our 1-800-318-2596 phone number and just asking to be connected with the local help in your area. All right. Very good. And again, the uh, deadline 
for coverage that will start on January 1st is December 15th. So circle that on the calendar. CMS Regional Administrator Sharon Graham with us this morning. Sharon, thanks very much for the uh, information. We appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. Now, the Good Mornings Community and Business Spotlight. Putting the United Way of Hancock County in the spotlight this morning, CEO Angela DeBoski is with us once again. Angela, obviously the uh, campaign, the fundraising campaign uh, continues. Really quickly, uh, kind of give an update. Do you have a, an update, anything you can share on that? I mean, what's the... You Absolutely. Know, pretty Love good? to. Love to. Uh, campaign goal is $2 million this right. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are well on our way, so things are looking very positive in very that good. direction. So uh, it's also our time of the year where we're deciding where our funding goes for 2024. So I left the office and we have about 12 volunteers in doing a third of the grants and they're reviewing them. So they they look at quality programming. You have to do a lot to be a United Way funded agency. That's the part that goes on behind the scenes that people don't really realize uh, is that you've got all of these moving parts all at the same time. Uh, yeah, so raising money and deciding how to give that same money out is is a, it's a it's a dynamic time in our office because we have about sixty volunteers that are making those decisions of where the money goes for next year. So yeah. lot, lots of folks uh, in and out for donating purposes. Lots of folks in and out for volunteer purposes. We we uh, are grateful for our community in so many respects. No question. Now, with respect to donations and giving, this is we're coming up in the season of giving when. Uh, people will be hearing about all kinds of different ways to uh, give back and and help support worthwhile causes. Not that, I mean, there are many, many worthwhile causes, but you talk about the importance of giving locally. This really matters. Just like shopping locally, giving locally makes a big difference. It does. Um, just starting with the fact that one in four people in Hancock County use a United Way funded program annually. That's a lot of people seeking assistance to stabilize their family. For every dollar that is given locally, $3 goes back into the local economy. So it, it has a multiplying kind of effect. So it is um, people being able to stay in the workforce. You know, we're, we're paying for gas to go into our cars. We're paying for groceries. We are, um, those taxes also are going to support our, sure. our children, our schools, our local government, our safety. And so there's a lot of reinvestments that happen by giving locally. Um, just the icing on it then is to know that you're helping your neighbors, your friends, your co-workers mm-hmm. with I, each and every donation. Like we said, there are a lot of great national organizations. The United Way, in fact, is a national organization. Uh, the United Way of Hancock County, the local incarnation of that. Um, but to the extent that we can keep as many of those dollars local as possible, as you were mentioning, for all of those reasons, that's a good thing to do. Right. And uh, I do want folks to know that the money raised here stays here. So it's not as if we are, uh, although we are a national organization, uh, our money isn't going to the mothership to right. redistribute across the globe. It is when you give to the United Way of Hancock County, you are making a difference in Hancock County. When we talk about the upcoming season being the season of giving, obviously people are now starting to think about the gifts that they will be giving to loved ones. And this has been a trend in recent years, gifts of impact. It has. It's really exciting to see um, folks... uh, I don't know. You probably do your Christmas shopping and every once in a while you get stumped too on something. What sure. do we get for grandma? Right. What's the secret Santa? How's the office Christmas party boss teachers? 
um, folks are starting to turn towards a gift of impact to say, you know, you may not need an extra candle this year, but how about I, I, I realize that you care about children and I'll give a gift in your name. And so we have this really great gift giving guide that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks to say, pick your cause. And then we will send you a certificate and so that you can say locally we've made a difference and my gift during the holiday season is also making a difference too. Yeah, and again, making a difference locally uh, to circle back to that uh, for the extra added impact that it has. Yeah, we're we're great to be stewards of that. So if uh, someone is interested in making such a donation, you mentioned you've got a guide coming out here soon, but in the meantime, folks can just reach out to the United Way? Yeah, you can go to our website at uwhancock.org. You can choose a traditional giving route or the holiday brochure will be out in the next week. All right, a lot of things going on with the United Way of Hancock County and CEO Angela Dabosky with us this morning. Angela, thanks very much for the update. Thank you. The Community and Business Spotlight is a promotional advertisement paid for by the featured sponsor. This is Good Mornings with Chris Oaks on 1330 WFIN, WFIN.com and 95.5 FM. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert. Leading off today's broken news, have you ever had one of those days you roll out of bed and wonder, how much trouble can I get into today? How much, how much chaos can I cause in one day? A 37-year-old man uh, in Polk County, Florida, um, had a full rich day. Timothy Hogue, age 37, crashed a stolen car during a police chase. Um, let's see here. He was speeding in a stolen 2006 Cadillac CTS. The police hot on hot on his tail when he crashed. Um, his, uh, let us see, he's been charged with burglary of an unoccupied conveyance uh, and with an enhancement of crossing county lines, felony petty theft, fleeing to elude, conspiracy to commit burglary, possession of methamphetamine, possession of marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, and resisting arrest. That is a full rich day right there crashed his stolen vehicle uh into a uh into a building during a, a police chase by the way um also of note uh, was the tattoo which is visible in his mugshot that reads all gas no brakes <laughs> all gas no brakes you know you just wake up one morning and say how much trouble can i get into in one day i has got to set some kind of record for the number of citations and <laughs> single automobile accident uh let's see um speaking of uh multiple charges stemming from one uh, accident a man on a rampage has been arrested in mandan north dakota charged with at least five crimes dylan music is his name has a court date this week to face charges connected to the extensive damage caused when he stole a gmc pickup truck on sunday night and drove it through a garage door After tearing the door off, Mr. Music allegedly crashed into a mobile home and rammed into several other cars. Again, you just wake up some days and you say, how much trouble can I get into? (laughs) He is being held at the local detention center on charges including theft, criminal trespassing, willful damage, and reckless driving. Reckless driving kind of goes without saying, I guess. Uh, Speaking of automobile 
stories. This is a follow-up to the story that we mentioned uh, yesterday, that driver um, who crashed his supercar, a McLaren 720S, into a building. Um, (laughs) Apparently, uh, 28-year-old Krishna Kumar thought that a solid multi-story building was a viable shortcut. Uh, the uh, follow-up to the uh, story is the uh, new information. Apparently, he was uh, driving under the influence of alcohol. He crashed his uh, $300,000 McLaren into the side of a building. He was... I mean, if you are obviously smart enough to have enough money to buy a $300,000 car, wouldn't you be smart enough not to get behind the wheel while you've been drinking? You would think. But apparently not. Uh, let's see here. What else going on in the uh, broken news? Odd and unusual side of the headlines. Uh, this is a story out of Tasmania, where a, a woman by the name of Amber Harris has found herself this week unable to go to work because an elephant seal has taken up residence in her yard in front of her vehicle, blocking her. Her ability to get to her car. This is a huge... Elephant seals are big animals. And apparently, uh, this is a well-known seal to the neighborhood. He often uh, causes havoc, gets into mischief uh, in the neighborhood. They've nicknamed him Neil. I don't know why. Um, And this is a 1,300-pound seal. Uh, Neil the seal is very hard to move. And so uh, Amber has been unable to get to work for the past several days because uh, Neil the Seal has taken up residence in her driveway. She said her uh, boss has actually been very understanding. She uh, took a photo to prove to her workplace that she was telling the truth. Uh, Neil can be seen napping right beside her car. Um, I have no idea, uh, Amber says, why he's chosen my front yard, but he's welcome to stay as long as he wants. Well, yeah, because it's given her some extra vacation time. Uh, Neil has uh, popped up in other places and has been spotted sunning himself on roads and playing with traffic cones in the neighborhood. <laughs> Neil the seal. Uh, I see the, I've seen the photo, and this is a huge seal. I wouldn't want to go anywhere near this seal, so fully understand. Uh, let's see. A couple of other items here from the uh, broken news. A cargo plane leaving New York City had to quickly turn around and land back at JFK Airport when a horse in the cargo hold got loose on board. This is not a passenger flight. It's a cargo flight. And apparently they had a stall uh, on board the plane for the horse. Pilots of the aircraft can be heard telling controllers, air traffic controllers, that they had to return to the uh, airport because the horse managed to escape his stall. According to recording the pilot uh, with traffic control. We don't have a problem flying-wise, the pilot says, but we need to return back to New York because we cannot get the horse secured. You you generally don't want a horse roaming around the... uh, Cargo compartment of the airplane. Once the animal was secured, a vet was brought in to make sure that the horse uh, was uh, safe and uh, ready to fly. So they uh, got back underway. But can you imagine? 
that's uh, a call that air traffic control probably doesn't get every day. We need to return to the airport because we've got a horse loose in the plane. And finally, in the broken news this morning, uh, big shout out to Aaron Bartholomew of Des Moines, Iowa, who now holds a new world record for the most pencils in his collection. The most pencils. Um, He recently broke the Guinness World Record, the existing record of 24,000 pencils. And Aaron says, numbers wise, I knew I could beat that record. However, he needed to sit down and get an official tally, which he did with the entire community of Des Moines watching and counting along. It was a lot of work put into getting the event together, doing the whole count, so it was really exciting, he said. And it paid off as his collection of 69,255 pencils, which include everything from local business advertisements, to one with a high school basketball schedule printed on it, and even a 100-year-old pencil in his collection, easily captured the new record. Aaron's hobby, he said, started after a flea market visit with his grandfather, and despite rewriting the record books, he's still on the hunt for more. (laughs) He said he's already looking to expand his collection. It's pretty unbelievable, Aaron says, to know that I hold the title of largest pencil collection, and officially have the largest collection in the world. Issued a public statement to that effect. Pencil collection. 69,255 pencils. New world record. It is very exciting. I guess to each his own, but I don't know. 69,000 pencils. There you go. That is uh, today's broken news report. An update on the odd and unusual side of the headlines. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. When local news breaks, you can hear about it on social media at lightning speed. And while getting you the information fast is important, WFIN will always present the story only after verifying with actual sourced facts. This is WFIN News Director Matt Demchek. Trust the voice that's been covering the news in Finley and Hancock County for more than 80 years. You can depend on us to get the story right every time on social media, 1330 WFIN, WFIN.com, and at 95.5 FM. Time now for your daily download, the numbers behind the news and the statistics that shape our lives. This always happens, uh, especially on Wednesday. You know, it's the middle of the week. It's maybe been a long week and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, we're only halfway through. You get to a certain point of the workday and you just hit a wall. Has that ever happened to you? You just, bam, you hit a wall. Well, new research A new survey of 2,000 working adults find that people typically hit that proverbial wall during the workday at exactly 2.36 p.m. Now, that, of course, assumes the regular workday of, what, 9 to 5. Uh, 2.36 p.m. is the time. It it coincides with the post-lunch slump. Uh, The survey revealed that employees typically face three big dips in energy throughout the day. 12% say their first slump actually comes before 9 (laughs) a.m. 
So before some of us even get to work, as a matter of fact, one in three say that of, of those who have that slump, that first slump uh, before 9 a.m., one in three uh, say that they can feel it coming on even while they're driving into work. You know it's going to be a bad day if you can't even make it into work before you hit that first slump in the day. 19% have had arguments with their spouse or significant other during these low-energy periods. Hmm. Uh, 19% have canceled social plans because they hit these midday slumps. 16% have forgotten important commitments. Have you ever done that? Oh, boy. That's embarrassing when that happens. 15% say they have admitted yelling to their children or yelling at their children uh, because they get into one of these lulls in energy uh, through the day. I just can't take it. I just can't. And in, what parent has not found themselves doing that? In more extreme cases, 12% have actually fallen asleep in meetings. And uh, show of hands, how many people have dozed off <laughs> during a meeting? Uh, sometimes you can blame the meeting. Other times you can just play, blame that uh, slump in uh, energy. 10% say that they have made errors at work, in their work. So that obviously is not good, and reason why employers should take note of this. Despite the commonality of these energy slumps, 49%, so nearly half of those in the survey, are unsure how to prevent them. Unfortunately, the story here uh, that I saw in the uh, Newswire does not have any advice. (laughs) But there are all kinds of different ways you can break out of those slumps. I think probably the, the first and most important thing is recognizing that they are real, they do happen, and they do, in some cases, have some pretty substantial consequences. So, three throughout the day. The biggest one at 2.36 in the afternoon. Maybe we need to go back to, you remember in in kindergarten we had nap time (laughs) in the middle of the day. Maybe we need to go back to that in the the workplace. What's interesting, though, uh, and again, they were talking with uh, working adults, 2,000 working adults. Uh, I'm assuming that they were talking about people who commute to the workplace. I wonder how those who work from home on a regular basis or a semi-regular basis may or may not be similarly impacted. Does that make a difference? I don't know. The survey doesn't say, or the story doesn't say. I don't know if they uh, looked at that in the survey or not. Interesting stuff, nonetheless. Well, as promised, Emmy Award-winning consumer tech columnist Jennifer Jolly is back with us once again this morning with part two of her early holiday shopping, Black Friday, Cyber Monday buying guide, all the best deals on the best gift ideas. And Jen, thanks for uh, taking the time once again. We appreciate it. And once again, it is absolutely my pleasure. Can we just dive right in with absolutely. the Hydro Wave Rower? Uh, this hydrowave rower is the company's newest, lightest, arguably coolest rowing machine to date. It's like being on real water without ever leaving your house. And listen, listen to this. I'm doing it right now. It is whisper quiet. It is so, so cool. Whisper quiet and totally immersive and engaging. You don't even realize that you're getting a full body workout that's both high energy and low impact strength plus cardio in just 
20 minutes. There's also an onboard monitor uh, streaming online classes that are so uplifting. They're led by expert athletes and Olympians from waterways around the world. This incredible fitness at-home fitness gadget starts at $1,445 this holiday season only. That's the lowest price we've ever seen for one of these machines. That, is, that sure beats the heck out of your just uh, run-of-the-mill treadmill, uh, for sure. So something you've got another uh, gadget uh, that it has, it says here, a screaming, a screaming deal. What is this all about? <laughs> A screaming deal. It's one of my other top picks of 2023 that's made quite a splash as well. The Aper Seagull Pro is an incredibly teched out cordless robot pool cleaner. It is ah. hassle free and comes with the world's first ever quad motor system. People, tech experts, people who do this kind of work, we've been talking about this ever since it debuted at the Consumer Electronics Show last January. This is so powerful. It can climb walls and zoom across pools of all sizes mm. to suck up dirt, leaves, hair, and any other gross stuff that gets in there. It does all the dirty work for you, and then you just recharge it like you do your smartphone. Here's the screaming deal. Don't scream. Are you ready for it? Okay. It is $300 off. You save $300 when you use the code Jennifer310, Jennifer310, before the end of November at their website at AIPER.com. Go there. Type in Jennifer 310. You'll save 300 bucks. That's a pretty good deal right there. Uh, any other must-haves uh, for families with young kids? You've got some stuff here. If you are a family with a zero to two-year-old, you must have some sleep. For that, you need the <laughs> VTech V Hush Pro Sleep Training Soother. It totally helps kids drift off, and they have thought of everything. There's a colorful touch nightlight, a glow-on-the-ceiling projector. I love that. Powerful Bluetooth speaker that plays hundreds of pre-programmed stories, classical music, lullabies, natural sounds. You can even record and upload your own song stories, goodnightisms, using the subscription-free app. And then for kids who are a little older, ages three to six, you can give kids their own little Pixar character lamp. That's what it looks like to me. But it's the VTech Storytime with Sunny. She is the most adorable little storytelling, song-singing, teaching little nightlight I have ever seen. She is packed with personality, really engaging for kids in 300 plus activities, including classic songs and guessing games, silly jokes, daily routines, so much more. She even helps with healthy habits like brushing teeth and leads little ones in bedtime routines wow. as they fall asleep through a softly glowing nightlight. Both of these VTech gadgets are less than $50 right now. And when you go online and you look them up, you'll see in Amazon, they all have five-star reviews. In places like Target and Walmart, they have six-star reviews. I mean, parents rave about them. Game changers. I, I, I tell you what, that is the very definition of the gifts that keep on giving right there. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's absolutely. All. You know what else? is a gift that keeps on giving rewards and cash back. When you know how to score everything for a price that is a little less than everybody else is paying. And not only that, but when we all want and need to stretch our holiday budget, we really have to take advantage of cash back deals. Most people have no idea that you can do that right in the PayPal app. Nowadays, you can layer the savings here 
All you do is go in, do your shopping, hit save, and they're automatically applied when you check out. So between those cashback rewards and PayPal's Honey browser extension, that's the one that grabs all the discount codes and applies every single one possible. Well, Chris, you likely have no idea how much money you've been leaving on the table. In the past year alone, PayPal's put more than $200 million back in people's pockets. When you get that money back, then you can grab the Hydro Wave rower like it's nothing. <laughs> Talk about your screaming deals. That is a uh, perfect way to uh, wrap up our uh, early holiday shopping, Black Friday, Cyber Monday buying guide. Emmy Award-winning consumer tech columnist Jennifer Jolly with us this morning. And again, where do folks go for more information? Head straight to my website, techish.com. Very good. Jen, thanks very much for taking the time. Happy holidays. My pleasure. Thank you. And happy Thanksgiving. And once again, that will wrap up our podcast for today. I want to thank all of our guests for joining us on the program this morning. And remember, you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each day on the program at our webpage. That, of course, goodmornings.net. Coming up tomorrow on the program for American Education Week, nearly 90% of parents believe their kids are performing at grade level in school. But data from the U.S. Department of Education tells us nearly half are actually lagging behind. So why the disconnect? Plus, why some Ohio lawmakers say voter approval of issues one and two don't necessarily settle those issues. So until tomorrow morning, that is good mornings for this morning. Now that you've had a good morning, go on out and make it a good day. Catch you back here tomorrow.